Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stand by. program comes from executive producer Lillian Garcia. Every athlete is on this quest. Every performer dives in head first, battling real life challenges and overcoming obstacles in an effort to make their dreams reality. Reality. Singer, songwriter, 15-year WWE host Lillian Garcia was the first woman to ever announce WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. And the first to launch her own podcast, which gives you an all-access pass to the human interest stories of elite athletes and extraordinary entertainers. Now, let's embark on another fascinating journey of chasing glory with your host, Lillian Garcia. Welcome, 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 everyone, to another edition of Chasing Glory. So great to have you, and usually I'm coming to you from Hollywood, California, but... I'm actually coming to you this week from Utah. That's right. I am doing a lot of work for Powerful You. Very excited about the movement that is happening with this company. If you guys saw a few weeks ago, I was actually speaking at an event for Powerful You called Powerful Nights. And now we are heading into Powerful You, a huge event in Los Angeles that is going to take place May 17th through the 19th. I'm actually co-hosting the event with Henry Amar. Woohoo! And I'm also going to be speaking. So I'm very excited as we're kicking off the entire event on Friday with a women's event. And then what's going to transpire that weekend with all these amazing speakers and changing your perception on life. Because once you change your perception, you can see that you can conquer anything. Things that have been holding you back will no longer hold you back. So I am very excited. If you guys want to find out more information about them, just go to powerful-u, as in the letter U, dot com and get your tickets now, powerful-u.com. And thank you as always for following me at Lillian Garcia on Instagram and Twitter and Lillian Garcia official fan page on Facebook. Thank you for following the show at Chasing Glory Podcast on Instagram. And let's see, we also have the app. Don't forget about that Chasing Glory app that is for iPhone users and also Android. So you can just have that on your on your phone in your background as a, an app. And it's easy to access all of the episodes. So thank you for downloading that. Uh, that's kind of cool. There's a little mini me that's going to be on your phone. <laughs> so just think of me as your cheerleader back there, all right? Um, thank you as always, though, for joining the show and for loving the interview. So last week wasn't any different. 
So many of you actually responded and said that you didn't know anything about Tamina, that you only knew the persona that you saw on TV. And it was great to hear her story. I absolutely agree. When I got done with that interview, I was just like, wow. And she poured her heart out too. She didn't hold back. And I love that about her. There's so many people that didn't even know that she had two uh, children or two kids. They're kind of grown now. But that's a big thing for her to be, you know, she was a single mom for a while and trying to handle all of this and getting into wrestling and then losing her father, which was uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I used to watch him all the time growing up, loved him. And the loss of her dad and all the struggles that she's had to endure. And still, like she's almost 10 years in the WWE and she wants a chance at that title so bad. I think it's great that uh, we had this interview. I love what I've been seeing with her and with Naya, and now the whole thing that's happening with Natalia, Beth Phoenix, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. We'll see what happens from there, but it is very exciting to see how everything is unfolding and how she is stepping into herself more and more. And you heard why, in a way, she's had such a hard time really stepping up, and that's because of the Polynesian side, where she said they have to be so humble and how that's kind of hindering her. But she is breaking out of that and allowing herself to be Tamina and not have to be so humble that she holds herself back. So I, I'm so excited to see the weeks ahead, the months ahead as to how Tamina starts taking off. So Tamina, thank you again for this unbelievable podcast that you gave. And I'm telling you guys, if you haven't listened to it and you're like, oh, I don't know. Tamina is just somebody that I don't necessarily resonate with. I promise you, once you listen to this interview, you're going to feel completely different about her. And there are so many things that you can take away to actually apply to your life. So just trust me on this. I want you to listen to it and then let me know. Reach out to me and let me know what you think. And for those of you that have already let me know, thank you. Okay, review of the week. This is if you write a review on Apple Podcasts, because that's how the show gets helped. So if you write a review on Apple Podcast, make sure you tag yourself, like how we get a hold of you. If you get chosen as the review of the week, then you get put into a bigger drawing for at the end of the month to get chosen for an eight by 10, an autograph eight by 10, and also a Chasing Glory t-shirt or a Lillian t-shirt, whatever you guys choose. Doesn't matter to me. But uh, anyway, so the review of the week that was chosen by my staff. Let's see. This is by Christy Thomas. All right, Christy Thomas. She says, hello, Lillian. I recently started listening to your podcast, and I literally binge listen every day. I probably go through four to five episodes per day just trying to catch up. Wow, Christy, that's a lot but I love that. Okay. I wanted to write in to let you know that I love the way that you interview your guest. I put in quotes because everyone seems so friendly and it's not so stuffy like some other interviews. Your vibe and your demeanor with your guest is so pleasant. One of the interviews that really struck a chord was when you first interviewed Alexa Bliss. Man, that was powerful. I literally cried during the whole thing. I'm so thankful for the transparency and the vulnerability of each of your guests. 
Thank you so much for allowing them this platform to speak from the heart and also for the fans to get to know the other side of the superstars. I've loved wrestling since I was a child and I'm so happy there's another platform for them to be themselves. So thank you again, Lillian. You put a smile on my face daily. Well, thank you, Christy. I really appreciate that. And did you hear Alexa Bliss is going to be hosting WrestleMania? That's going to be fun to watch. Alexa's always cool. She's got so much charisma. She's great on the mic, amazing on the bike. I, of course, she is a really good wrestler too. And it's just going to be interesting to see what she does at WrestleMania. So congratulations to Alexa for that. And thanks again, Christy, for that review. All right, so this leads me to today's guest, Lacey Evans. So Lacey, as you know, she has been going down the ramp and then turning around and going right back up the ramp, taking a look back at the crowd and then disappearing. Now, I don't know where this is going, but it is intriguing. And so when I was backstage, I ran into her and I was like, man, I want to know more about you because I knew that you were a Marine. That's pretty cool, right? Being a Marine. So I wanted to know more about her. And when we got into the interview, again, guys, this is another heartfelt interview. Very real, very raw, and in turn, very inspiring. You're going to hear a lot about her. You're going to hear about her being a Marine, but you're also going to hear about her being a mom and more so about the traumatic events that happened when she was growing up that have still left scars on her. She's working through it, but uh, the love that she now has for wrestling. And I'm very excited to see what Lacey does in the WWE. There is something about her that I think is very captivating. And uh, I like her wrestling as well. I think eventually, man, I could see uh, uh, definitely a match between her and Charlotte eventually. There's something about them that they almost look like sisters. It's wild, right? Am I right? As a matter of fact, I want to preface this by letting you guys know that I actually recorded this when I was backstage at the Royal Rumble. So you're going to hear us talk about the Royal Rumble and her being a part of the Royal Rumble, which is pretty cool. But I wanted to air this during the month of Women's History Month and also the fact that her birthday is at the end of this week. So that's perfect, right? So Lacey, happy early birthday to you. I hope you have a tremendous birthday. You know, I love birthdays. So celebrate it big time. And thanks again for being so real, raw, and inspiring in this interview. And without further ado, here we go. Here is Lacey Evans' Journey of Chasing Glory. For Lacey Evans, strength and adversity isn't just a term, it's a lifestyle. Growing up as one of eight children in the great state of Georgia, she never used her troubled childhood as an excuse to be a failure. Her main outlet was athletics, which led her to become a state wrestling champion in high school. Eager to escape her home life, Lacey joined the United States Marine Corps, where she spent the next five years of her life. She graduated with honors from Fort William Wood before serving as military police and a member of the Special Reaction Team, which was a group responsible for security at bases where they're under terrorist threats or hostage situations. While in the military, Lacey would meet a staff sergeant who was also an independent wrestler who invited her to one of his shows, and it was there where she caught the pro wrestling bug. 
she would end up training at the American Premier Wrestling Facility in Georgia, where she started to develop her skills, and just a year and a half later, would catch the eyes of WWE officials and would sign a contract where she would report to NXT. Lacey would wrestle mostly at NXT live events before earning the opportunity to compete in the first ever May Young Classic, where her never-say-die attitude was on full display to the WWE and NXT universe. Throughout 2018, she would be a pivotal part of the NXT women's division and would truly establish herself as the Lady of NXT. After years of impressive matches, Lacey would be one of the small handful of wrestlers that would get the call up to the main roster and she would make her official debut on the 2019 Royal Rumble, entering the match at number one, lasting nearly 30 minutes and would continue to appear on Raw and SmackDown on a weekly basis, showing the WWE Universe how to act like a lady. Although young, in her main roster career, Lacey is proving that a broken childhood does not have to equate to a troubled adulthood. It's about to get real, raw and inspiring with Lacey Evans. All right, guys, so you heard the bio for Lacey Evans, and I'm so, so excited to have you on Chasing Glory. Thank you. No, thank you for having me. Because I'm already in awe of your story. Like, literally in awe. First of all, though, South Carolina, when mm-hmm. I heard that, I was tickled pink because when my dad got um, moved from Spain and when we transferred and I was eight, I went to Columbia, South Carolina. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool because Big Show mm-hmm. is definitely from South Carolina. And then Road Dog, you right. guys have something like that. Yeah, he was this. actually born in Georgia and that's where I was born. And uh, so it's just crazy. We're from the same you know, place. Marietta, right? Yes, Marietta, Georgia. And uh, I actually went to the same high school as Terry Taylor. And I'm learning all this, just people that I see every day. And it's just insane how small the world is. Yeah, my God. Yeah. But you got to tell me, because I know that you didn't watch WWE. You didn't watch wrestling growing up. And Alexa Bliss was another one that she didn't watch wrestling. She was into sports. She was into gymnastics. But then somebody told her about the diva search. She was like, Sign me up. I want to do this. And then right. she's just taken off with it and been like, I love this. Absolutely love it. So for you, how did you hear about wrestling? So I was in the Marine Corps in uh, Paris Island, South Carolina, and there was a staff sergeant stationed in the same duty station as me. And um, uh, me and my husband went on a, a marriage retreat that's offered through the military. And that's where we met him. And um at the time, I thought that he did backyard wrestling. And now, you know, now that I'm a little, I know a little bit more, it's indies, you know. And uh, yeah. so I just, me and my husband and my daughter went out to watch. And I wanted in the ring. So I um, trained for about a week with him um, at the military base. And we were the main event at APW in Georgia, in Statesboro, so Georgia. One week apart? One week. So I saw the wrestling ring for the first time up close. And then that next Saturday, I was, me and him were the main event. And, you know, I wrestled a two. 250-pound staff sergeant, but I what mean, the hell? it was insane. How did you catch uh, on so quickly in one week's time to actually be wrestling? Not even oh, a ballet, but uh, wrestling. Uh, I just, when I want something, I go after it. I did a uh, high school wrestling, so I was oh, first. Yes, I was first in the state of Florida in uh, amateur wrestling. Oh, nice. And I was ninth in the nation in folk style. So uh, freestyle and folk style wrestling, I you know, I did in high school for many years. So, okay, um, I that have makes a background now, yeah. with, as an athlete and. 
I mean, Marines, you know, if we want something, we do whatever yeah. we have to to get it. So we, we trained every single day in, in the little gym on Paris Island. And that Saturday we put on a, you know, 10, 12 minute match and yeah, and I was hooked. Curious, if, if you watched re- or you were in wrestling, mm-hmm. then why didn't you watch WWE or WWF at the um, time? Or- well, to be honest with you, my, I hear when you hear stories of people that grew up watching you know, pro wrestling, WWE. They're like, I remember sitting in the in the living room with my grandma. And I didn't have a life like that. Like, I can't envision. Um, my life was very serious. I didn't have time for fantasy. or I never watched movies or TV or anything else. Um, even from the youngest I can remember, it was always strict and business. Like, I went to school. I was in sports. I came home. I went to work. Uh, I joined the military. There was no time to watch and it's just a whole different world. I mean, I barely had a TV growing up. So when am, when am I going to watch it? My parents weren't them. I didn't have that lifestyle. I didn't, we didn't sit down at the TVs on Sundays with breakfast. Why mommy's in the kitchen making me. That's not how my life was. I didn't have that. Um, it was very strict. We didn't, we didn't fantasize about characters or TV or this or that, or it was just strictly business. Did that make you grow up fast? Oh yeah. I, uh, yeah. From the jump. I just, I didn't have time to fantasize about pro wrestling. I didn't have time to watch TV and, and all this stuff. So that's not how I was raised. Um, I was raised, I go to work, I make money. I try to get myself through school. I come home, I, uh, all business. Since I've never been to a club, I've never been to a party. I, I focus, I focus and that's how I've been my whole life. So this is definitely a break from reality for me. You doing this? Oh yeah, absolutely. I can step out of that of that mindset that I've had my whole life, which is why I was so successful in the military. Because I come from, no, there's no time to play. There's no time to fantasize. I need to get things done, and I need to get out of the situation, or I need to be successful, and not as a superstar. Not a, just I need to make money. I need to get out of a certain lifestyle, certain situations that I'm put in, and I need to find a better way of living. And I was so convinced and so focused on that, 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 that was my life. That was working college, being a mother, being a wife, um, just focusing. I don't have time for anything else. I needed to be successful. I needed to get out of those situations. Why was that put at such a young age? Was your dad in the military? No, my dad did construction and uh, my mother um, helped him. And I also had a stepmom, but uh, drug addiction, to be honest with you. Um, they were alcoholics. They, you Both know. your parents? Yeah, they drank, they did drugs, they in depression. But, you know, you can't blame them. They've been through a lot of things in their life. And, yeah. um, and it just caught up with them. They, I mean, they, my dad started a construction company. Um, there were times that he had all the money in the world. And um, there were times that, you know, the drugs and the depression and the suicide, just that just absorbed my family and all my siblings so much so that I knew from a very young age what life I did not want. Mm. There is one thing that I've always known, and it was what life I didn't want. And um, I mean, they tried the best that they could, but. Uh, the drugs won, the depression won. And that's now, that's what I'm left with. That is what I had to see growing up. And that's why I based everything that I've done in my life, I've based it on a lifestyle and breaking a cycle of that kind of life. I've never done a drug. I do not drink. I refuse to alter my mindset in any way because I've seen 
my from a personal right. point of view, the people that I love the most be absorbed and brought down so deep that they lost. They literally took their last breath because of this lifestyle. And I refuse to for that to happen yeah. to me. My God. What does that do though for you? <sighs> Um, two things. Um, a lot of, uh, they say that when you could talk about it without breaking down that you're over it. I don't think that'll ever happen to me. I'm going to try my best not to break down, but, um, I mean, it motivates me as a mother. It motivates me. There were times that, um, as a matter of fact, I was about 10 years old when I realized I wanted to be a mom. Okay. And I was very sick. I had the flu. I was I had a high temperature and I had vomit and diarrhea and I was just, I was so sick and I was just a baby. And I remember at 10 years old running to the bathroom and there's no one there. And I passed out because of the fever. And when I woke up the next day as a 10 year old, nobody was there. And, and I asked myself like, where were they? And it's funny because as an adult, I knew that day when I woke up in a pile of dirty clothes with vomit dried all over me. That day at 10 years old, I said, I want to be a mom because I never, I don't want kids to have to do this. I will never do this to my baby. Even at 10, it's crazy that you could think that. But it's funny because now at 28, I, um, I actually asked my stepmom a few weeks ago, where were you guys? Where, what does a parent have to go through for their baby to be in a pile of dirty clothes, waking up from a fever and wondering where her parents were? Yeah. Well, you know, I changed myself and I went to school. I put, took myself to school, caught the bus by myself and I figured it out. But as a mother, I am proud to say that I will never let that happen to another kid. And which is why this motivates me. So it motivates me because I know what I'm capable of. And I know what drug addiction and depression can do to not only the people that are addicted, but to the family, to the babies. We go through so much that alter our decisions that we have. So I could have decided that I would end up like that, that I had not a pot to piss in, that this was my life and I was gonna accept it. But even at 10 years old, I said, no, there is no way. I still showed up to school. I washed my face. I climbed up out of the dirty, dirty clothes pile. And I made sure to tell myself, one, that I was going to be a mama and never let this happen. And two, that I was going to get the hell out of this lifestyle because that is not fair. It's not fair to the parents. It's not fair to the kids. And so growing up with that kind of influence and those role models in my life, mm-hmm. I needed to figure out how to be one myself. And I didn't, I needed to figure it out myself. So I stayed in sports. I stayed in school. My, my father did construction the best that he could to, yeah. but drugs won. Drugs and depression won. It, it, he lost the battle. My dad passed away. Um, it will be three years this year um, from the drugs. He overdosed uh, two months before my tryout. For oh, WWE. Wow. But, and I loved him. No matter what he's done to my family, he he still loved us. But he just could not, he couldn't fight the depression. And um, and it's something I deal with. I mean, I've got, my whole family has depression. Yeah. Um, all addiction, but we, we have to continue to fight it. And 
tell ourselves that we can overcome this. Um, unfortunately for my father, he didn't. Um, my mom is doing great. Uh, she's, you know, she's clean and, and doing the best she can and, you know, fighting the good fight every day. But I just, um, it, coming from that kind of lifestyle, it motivates me to tell these babies that if they are going through that, to get up, wash their face and get to school. Get out of, break the cycle. You do not have to end up like that. Yeah. You do not, just because that's what you're used to does not mean that's what you have to accept. Right. And for the parents, be there and help their babies up. Fight it, get the help they need and get their babies up. Yeah. For both sides. Well, I have a lot of respect for you already because you could have continued down that path and there are a lot of people that do that. So I think it's important for people to hear this right now because you can break it. How are you able to, you say you suffer from depression, what's the best way or how have you been able to keep that at bay? Um, Well, I joined the military uh, to be surrounded with better role models and more motivators. So, um, and the Marine Corps was the best branch I could have ever uh, asked to, to be in. Uh, they just showed me a whole different way of life, a way of living and, uh, counseling. Um, so you just have to keep pushing yourself every day. You have to, I mean, I have a planner that from what I'm supposed to do from work or what, how I want my mind to be. I keep it in there. I tell myself every single day what it is I want out of the day, what it is I want out of the week, what it is I want out of the month as a mother, as a wife, as a wrestler, as a human freaking being. And that's what I push for. And that's what I work on. I mean, there's little things like the little lavender oils and stuff that I have, you know, because I'm, I mean, it may sound stupid, but between that and yoga and getting professional counseling help, um, you have to work on it. It takes work. Yeah. And a lot of people, um, they don't want to put in the work. I feel like sometimes they just feel so overwhelmed with the depression and with the stress and everything else that it, it gets deeper and deeper. And that's the problem. That's what I see a lot of times that they, they feel they'll never, they'll never, you know, but you got to yeah. have every day. You've just got to work on it a little by little every day and professional help. Um, there, to be honest with you, even with NXT, when I was in NXT, sorry. That's right. Um, I, there was a day that, you know, I would get these calls from my family members, my siblings, and they're going through it and with suicide attempts and this, and, and my heart is just pounding. And I'm like, I have to be there for them because I know what it is they've been through. Right. And I love them more than anything you can imagine. And I knew I'm going to be there for my family, but I'm also going to, you know, I'm, I'm a wrestler. I've got to be successful. We're going to do this together. I'm going to show them what people are capable of, mm-hmm. what mothers, what siblings, what people that have been through stuff like that's capable of. And I, and eventually it just really got to me, you know, I'm trying to juggle both sides. And there was a time after I moved to NXT in Orlando to train and learn how to do this profession. Um, I came to work and I knocked on my coaches, the staff at, at the PC's door. And I said, I need to leave. I need to go and get help. Because when I transferred from Paris Island, South Carolina, where I had counseling and people to help with what it is that my mind goes through, you know, on the hard days. Right. I didn't have that anymore in Orlando because oh. I moved to Orlando ready to to kick ass as a WWE superstar, as a wrestler. And I right. completely forgot Macy Estrella and the things that she deals with inside, what she's seen, what she's had to go through. Yeah. Um, and I was, and I'm a motivator. I was focused. I knew I was getting, and it caught up to me. Mm. And I realized that mental health 
And your health is so important, first and foremost, because you can tell yourself that you're gonna be the number one, the brightest star, but if you don't take care of yourself yeah. and you try to mask that with money or lights, it'll never work. Right. And so there was a time that um, I felt I knew I messed up. I knew I went too long without getting what I needed to get, you know, the help that I needed. And and um, so in my planner every day, it was promos and acting and practice this, but it was never check my mental health. Mm. Make sure I'm okay. Yeah. And it caught up to me. And, and before I knew it, I'm, I bust through the coaches and they, they looked at me and they said, you're fine. You go and you do what you need to do. And I went and I did, admitted myself to the emergency room at the VA, and I, you know, got the got back with the counselors and got the the, the help that I needed. And um, and counseling just really helps me, you know. It's just yeah. just somebody to talk to to tell them, look, this is where I messed up. My mind is messed up, and I need it fixed. I need to work on it. I need to work on it the same way I work in my planner every day to be yeah. a superstar. Yeah. I need to work on it the same way I work as a mother and as a wife. My mind needs to be worked on. Yeah. And I went in there and the first step of fixing anything is admitting there's a problem. Right. And I know there's a problem and I know I need to fix it. And that's, and, but I've been that way my whole life. I am not gonna give up. I'm gonna continue to do what I need to do to fix myself and get it. I'm not gonna settle and I'm not gonna accept this life. I'm not gonna drink, I'm not gonna smoke, I'm not gonna do the drugs. I'm gonna wake up early, I'm gonna drink my freaking coffee and I'm gonna make a plan <laughs> and I'm gonna fix it. Yeah. I'm gonna fix myself and I'm gonna, as a, as a superstar, as every title that I hold. Yeah. And that, that's important for people to admit it, to write it down and make a plan and stick to it. It's wild you're saying that because I literally just got a planner. That, really? And, yeah, I did. And literally, it just asked that, like, what is your intention for the day? What kind of attitude do you want to have for the day? What all of these things. Right. And then at the end, how did you do in this? And how did you right. do in that? And I was like, I, when I was doing it religiously, I was like, this is amazing. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, I said I was going to be this way. And when this you know, confrontation happened, I was able to keep my cool because right. I said I was going to keep my cool, you know, and then when I started slacking off and the day got busy and all of this, all of a sudden I'm not doing the planner. And by the end of the day, I was like, man, my day did not go the way that I thought it was going to go. Right. But yet I didn't put the actual intention and write it down. And that's life. Wow. That is, that's how fast life can get to you. Yes. And if you let it, if you let it slip up and sneak in yes. on you, you're going to end up just like yeah. I was, and you you just need to make sure that your priorities, that mm -hmm. you are first, your mental health is first. When I left here, so when I signed up in 99, and I actually left uh, the first time, I left in 2010, so I had, or 2009, so I had had 10 years. And I remember when I left, I thought that was it. Like, I was like, I'm done, I'm good, like I, the road got to me. There were certain things though that I hadn't dealt with from being bullied from moving to Spain, to South Carolina, being different, speaking Spanish, all of this, that I ended up getting bullied, that I carried into this job and was letting little things get to me. And I felt like I was being bullied again, but I really wasn't. Right. So in those two years before I came back, I had really dived in to let's study, you know, motivational stuff. Let's study me. Let's study what made my early childhood of bullying, now it triggers other things. Like I really worked on it. So by the time I came back in 2011, I was like a different person. Right. 
So I honestly 100% like believe what you're saying as far as you have to work on that. How are you brothers and sisters and how is it cuz you have it's set or uh, eight of you. Yeah. It's yeah. Se- six no there's seven Macy, girls. Casey, Lacey, Stacy, <laughs> JC and Tracy. Wow. And there's my uh, brother Bobby. My god. Right. All the ACs. Yeah. They're <laughs> Bobby. Wow. So how was it for you? A, have you seen them struggle through this as well? And B, has it helped you to actually have somebody that you can lean on that you said that you're there for them and that you understand right. what they've gone through. Have you leaned on them for, for that as well? Um, they are my biggest fans. They, um, they motivate me more than anybody because like you just said, and like I said, I know what they've been through. Yeah. Um, and I also know what it feels like to hold their defeated bodies when they're at their lowest. Yeah. So the biggest thing for me is to be a role model for them. And I'm like in the middle. So I've got older siblings and I've got younger. And um, and they they deal with their personal issues and everything like that. But I just, uh, I want to motivate them. You know, I want to be the one that they can look to. And um, I know they just, they don't want me to give up. You know, like I, I tell them all the time, you guys got to keep going, you know, do this. Y'all are amazing people. Just make a plan. And, and so Lord knows I can't give up. I mean, after yeah. all the years and everything that I've told them, and I love them to death. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they lean on me, and um, I definitely, they're my main, they're my biggest fans. They think that I'm just, like, the cool, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's awesome. I so, bet they were, like, so excited for you in this whole oh, journey. Yeah. Like, it's been so crazy. Right. Has it been heavy, though, for you? Like, do you feel like you're not only are you trying to repair the little girl inside of you, but now you also have seven siblings that you're also trying to elevate. Um, It was when I got this job. So when I got the chance to try out, uh, my first thing was like, I Googled, you know, like the divas and I, and I thought, absolutely not. There's, I mean, I'm a United States Marine. I'm a, I'm a, like a, I can't be one of them. You know, their, their eyelashes, they're like these beautiful actresses. And then there's this Marine. I'm on a SWAT team. I'm a breacher. Like, what am I, you know what I mean? I'm an assistant breacher. What am I going to take my boots off, put on a pair of high heels and walk in? And get? So um, it was really funny when I got this job. I was like, man, I don't think I could do it. You know, I think I'm going to end up being a police officer when I got out. And, and I started a construction company while I was you in the did. military as a corporal. So wow. I was running this construction company. I was on a SWAT team. And I had a chance to be a WWE diva. And I'm thinking like, wow. And um, so honestly, I was I was not, I was debating just being like, no thing, like I can't do this. Yeah. Because uh, I'm an honest person. Um, but I was like, man, as much as I've been through in my life, going through a di- drug addiction with my family, depression, suicide, uh, having to live in tents around the, all over the South, because of this lifestyle and seeing what drugs and depression and addiction does to people. Mm -hmm. You mean to tell me, divas aside, high heels aside, that there is a chance that I could be put on a a platform to tell these babies that they are going through it and when they look up and need their parents, their parents aren't there. These parents that are so depressed and, and feeling like there's nothing that they can do there, you mean to tell me that there's a chance that I could look these babies and these parents in the eyes and tell them that I've been there and you can? Give me the high heels because I'm going. That's my main um, 
motivation is to tell these people, I, I don't come from, I wasn't a model, I wasn't an actress. I am Macy Estrella, and I know what it feels like to be put in a situation where you're sleeping in these tents, your parents aren't there, your, your dad is slouching in a chair because he's so high that he cannot sit up straight. He has burns on his stomach because of the cigarettes that he passed out smoking, these scars on his stomach. And you mean to tell me that I can tell these kids that they need to get up and they need to keep going? I will sign any line. You tell me where to be because I'm gonna be there because I know what it feels like to see my father like that. I know what it feels like to have to bury him. Because he lost the battle, people should not be losing these battles. It doesn't matter where you come from. I can live in a tent. I can live in a trailer. I can work at McDonald's. I don't care. It doesn't matter where you work. If you have a mind and if you have a breath, you can beat this. If your parents are addicts, you, you are a baby, you're, you're, you can beat it. And if you're a parent and you're going through it, stop. It, it's possible. Get the help. Yeah. Until my last breath, I will tell people that they need to snap out of it, that they need to find the help, that it's possible and they need to do it. Yeah. That's, so that was my main motivation. I mean, it, you, it wow. is, it's heavy, but um, I mean. It's beautiful, Lacey. I'm seriously. The, the way that you're actually already, you have your intention that this isn't about you nope. and wrestling. This is your platform. I don't care about people. the money. I want to help yeah. people. Yeah. I, uh, I want to tell the world and every, like I said, I want to tell them all. I want to tell my siblings. I want to tell every kid out there, yeah. every young adult that's touched the drugs, that think that this is it, that they're just done trying. You're not done trying. Yeah. Wake up, wash your face and keep working at it. Get the help that you need. Yeah. Life is short and you need to fix it and you can fix it. Yeah. Don't get buried. Don't make your baby bury you. Wake up. Yeah. Get off the drugs. Yeah. Get the job. It doesn't it doesn't have to be a good one. Get the job and stay focused. Get a planner. Write down what it is you want to be, what it is you want to do, and write down what you need to do to get there because I promise there's a way out. There's a way to break these cycles. Mm -hmm. And my sister actually came up with that. Casey came up with that, was break, breaking, and I hashtag it now. Um, break the cycle because you've got these young adults that, that come up from this lifestyle and they, they, that's all they're used to. Right. But it doesn't have to be. Right. I refuse. I mean, and there's nothing against trailers. There's nothing against having to live in a tent. But I tell you what, I refuse for that to be my only option. Yeah. Now, I live in a camper right now Beautiful. that pull behind my truck. Oh, but yeah? that's, that's because I chose to. Yeah. Is you that know, because you want to have your family with you or yeah, my, your, my your daughter's with you? Yes. Yeah, always, always. My baby's yeah. always with me. I'm not going to leave her. If she pukes and if she's, she's not going to wake up and mama not be there. I refuse. So, so uh, how old is she? She's six years old. Oh, yeah. beautiful. She's and beautiful. your husband too? Does yes. Does he travel My, with you guys? Uh, yes, actually they're here now. They're at the hotel sleeping in and wow. ordering food. Uh, that's but, awesome. Um, yeah, they, they travel with me uh, in, you know, her school's like, she's in kindergarten. So like I make sure all that's taken care of. And yeah. and there's like little strings we got to pull and things that we got to juggle and whatnot. But my husband's amazing. He um, I've been with him since I was 15. Um, he's actually oh, wow. the first person that's ever stood up to my dad. You know, my dad was mean, real mean. Oh wow! And um, and I've been with him ever since. He's uh, the my he is my biggest fan by far, and uh, my main supporter. And he'll travel the world. He'll do anything. 
that, and he's always been that way. And um, my baby's just so excited and, and uh, it's just, what a life. He's, wow. he's definitely my, uh, my rock in yeah. all of this. He knows what I've been through. He knows where I come from. He knows what I want to do. And um, he's always been there to support me since Were they at 50. the Rumble? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I can't imagine <laughs> what they were going through. Yeah, my, the hat I actually wore for the Royal Rumble. Me and her sat down and made it, handmade it together. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. All right, guys, I promise that I'm going to get right back into this interview because I know that you're just as intrigued as I am with Lacey's story. But first, I just want to help you guys out there by telling you all about getting fit and something that I found that I absolutely love to help me stay healthy. And that is Open Fit. Open Fit is bringing you something new that makes it even easier for you to never, ever miss a workout. All right, you can lose the commute to the gym. You can let the workouts come to you. What is better than that? So you're asking yourself, what is OpenFit? Well, OpenFit takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room in just as little as 10 minutes a day. Who doesn't have 10 minutes a day? And they realize that everybody's bodies are different. So that's why OpenFit changes that and personalizes your needs with custom tailored original content. You have Yoga 52, you have Extend Bar, Tough Mutter, and 600 Seconds. Now, what are those? Those are open fit classes that are led by some of the most effective and engaging trainers in the world. Like I said, you can sculpt your body with Andrea Rogers, who is the founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. I love this program. I'm having so much fun doing it. Or you can get in crazy good shape with Hunter McIntyre, named by Sports Illustrated as one of the top 50 fittest athletes. Hunter is the one that leads the Tough Mudder, T-minus 30s, so 30 minutes of Tough Mudder so you can sculpt your body. Or you can actually work out with Devin Wiggins. He's a celebrity trainer and he is the one that leads the 600 seconds, which turns into 10 minutes. It is tough too, though. It is muscle sculpting. It is body sculpting. It is fat burning. It's benefits in a much of much longer sessions in a fraction of that time. You can access this anywhere at any time. So no more excuses. It is so simple. You can view it on your computer, web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, and also Roku. And like I said, I actually love Extend Bar. I love yoga and I'm going to be getting into Tough Mudder in 600 seconds. But I wanted to let you know that they are offering something very special to my listeners. So if you text the word glory to 303030, that's 303030, you will get a 30-day free trial membership. That's so easy, right? Now you get to check it out. You don't have to just take my word for it. Discover it for yourself. See what happens to you in the first 30 days because you can lose up to 15 pounds in just 30 days. And this is for free right now. So try it out. The word glory, G-L-O-R-Y, to 30-30-30. Text it, all right? Glory to 30-30-30 and get going with Open Fit. 
Chasing Glory is also brought to you by Skillshare. Very excited to tell you guys all about Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators. I know there's a lot of creators out there. They have more than 25,000 classes in, let's just say, design, business. They have in photography, in music theory, gaming. Any gamers out there? I'm telling you, the list goes on. They have 20, over 25,000 classes. In fact, you can take classes in social media marketing, mobile photography. There's a class that I actually was looking at that I'm very much going to sign up for called iPhone photography, how to take pro photos on your phone. That for me is very, very beneficial for my job. So I'm going to be taking that class. Also, how to make money on YouTube, social media stardom. See, for me, social media is a big thing. So making the most of Instagram, things like that. And like I said, there's there's classes for gaming, which are really cool because I know there's a lot of you out there that love games. So you can actually know how to design games and get into that. There's also animation. I remember taking a class in animation. It was fascinating, absolutely fascinating. And uh, there's entrepreneur classes. The list goes on. Seriously, check this out. Skillshare. It is there where you can learn, you can thrive, you can reach those new goals so that it can actually help you with your career, with your creativity, and the list goes on. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer for all my Chasing Glory listeners. Check this out because you're going to love this. Skillshare has set you up for success. They're going to give you two months of Skillshare for free two months. You can do a lot of learning in two months. Skillshare is offering over 25,000 classes for free. And all you have to do to sign up and get those two months for free is go to skillshare.com slash glory. Put that in the URL. Okay. No promo codes, just skillshare. That's S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-R-E.com slash glory. If you do that, you can sign up for the two months for free. Check it out. Over 25,000 classes. I had so much fun online looking at this. So you will love this. Skillshare.com slash glory. And something that you're going to need so that you can have enough energy to take all those classes is vitamins. But you go to the store so many times and you go, what the heck am I supposed to take? What is good for me? What do I need? What don't I need? And what brand do I use? Because there's so many at the store, right? So it's so confusing. Well, let me tell you about Care Of. Care Of makes it super, super easy because it is important to take care of yourself, whether you want glowing skin, whether you're just wanting to boost your energy levels or whether you're wanting to get better sleep. How about just generally feeling good and being healthy? All right, so Care Of makes it easy because they have an online quiz. You just go online and you take their quick five-minute quiz. It's going to ask you some personal questions. And in just those five minutes, you're going to find out your personal scientifically backed vitamin and supplement recommendations. So by answering those questions, it knows about your lifestyle, your choices, your diet, what you're looking for, and then it's going to recommend it. And that's what I did. It's so, so easy. And then when it came in the mail, it was really cool because it was all pre-packed. Every day I get my pack. It's my little personal pack already has all the vitamins that I need. 
so I don't have to be sourcing through all these bottles every single day and be pouring out all these bottles on the counter. Like literally, it is so easy that I just open up my pack and I take it. And it's so cool because every day it has like this question that it asks you something to think about. So it makes it fun. It's fun to take your vitamins and they deliver straight to your door. So that's easy. It's on the go. It's super, super effective. And a portion of every sale goes towards the Good Plus Foundation, which provides expectant mothers in need with valuable prenatal vitamins. So you can feel good that not only are you getting healthy, but you're helping a mother out there that is getting ready to deliver her babies. Their vegan and vegetarian supplement options are also available to match your dietary needs. And you can track your progress with the Care Of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins. And Care Of has delicious, nutrient-packed, quick-stick powders that can be added to your monthly delivery for an extra easy boost whenever you need it. And I am going to tell you all about the benefits that you're going to get as my listeners out there. They're having such success with this that they decided to go ahead and extend it. So for the first month of all your personalized Care Of vitamins, you're going to get 50% off. 50% off. That is really good. And that right there gives you the incentive to sign up and just check it out for yourself. You're going to feel so much better. It's takecareof.com. Takecareof.com. And you enter the promo code GLORY50, as in GLORY50, because that 50 gets you your 50% off. I've been feeling much better since I've been on these vitamins and it told me exactly what I needed. And it was also backed by what I found that I needed from my doctor. So quickly, just go to takecareof.com and then use the promo code GLORY50. You will thank me for it. Okay, now back to the show. Hey guys, it is WWE superstar Zelina Vega and you are listening to Chasing Glory with Lillian Garcia. So as she gets more and more in age, what are you going to have, have you thought about it? Like what to do with school and you're just going to have somebody come and be with you guys and teach her or what is? Um, Well, unfortunately for me, my baby loves, I know this sounds terrible. She loves school. I mean, I, she's so brilliant. She's so smart, but she loves people and she wants to be, you know, at school. So uh, she did, She doesn't take me traveling hard. So if, when that time comes and I have yeah. to say summer, I'm like, she's just like, bye, mom. You know, like I've yeah. got, but I keep her active. I keep her, and that's another thing. Growing up, I've always stayed busy there um, in sports and school, and as just show up. Yeah. Because idle time is the devil's work. Yeah. The minute <laughs> that so right. that you're sitting there doing nothing you're when right. you when you don't have the planner, when you don't have you know, yeah. that's where he creeps in and he cut. So yeah. I and that's one of the biggest things when people say, "How did you end up like you did, coming from where you come from?" Yeah. And it's because I stayed busy with sports. And even even there were times that with the drugs and everything, with my parents and and my the way I was raised. I would be done with, uh, after school, I'd go and I'd say softball, this scenario. And I'd finish training and I'd be out there waiting on a ride and never show up. Mm. They forgot me on the field. But it was fine. I walked home. Yeah. And the next day, knowing there was a chance that I would be forgot on the field again, I still showed up. Wow. I'll walk home. 
stay busy. You got to stay. So my, my baby's always, she's in, in gymnastics. She's in all, you know, cause she's did karate. She's did MMA training. Like she has a planner, not really, but in my, in mommy mind, right. my baby's got her things that, you know, if she doesn't like it, we'll find something else, yeah. but she's going to stay active. She's going to keep her mind going. She's going to know about options in life and, and, that there's, there's so much out there. Yeah. So that's one thing that whenever I do, let's say, there's been times that I'll go on the road and she's like, I don't want to go. They just last week, she didn't want to go to the Monday Night Raw loop and, and, yeah. and SmackDown because she had to dress like a 100-year-old lady for school. She couldn't miss it. So, so before I got on the road, I went to the thrift store and I decked her all out and got all the stuff. That's and, great. Um, and I got on the plane and she's just in the car. Bye, mom. I can't miss my 100. You know, so there's like little things that like I'm so glad and blessed that my baby is so confident that she can say, bye, mom. I got my yeah. planner. I got stuff on the planner that I got to do that I'm yeah. excited for. So um, I just, it's up to her. It's what my baby is, is wants. So um, if she wants to be homeschooled and I bring somebody with me to make sure she does everything she needs to do, yeah. that's an option. Um, and if she wants to go to school and see her little friends and not miss the 100-year-old lady days, yeah. then that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but she's just, it. she's just, she's such a little trooper. Wow. She'll travel or she'll stay. It's just yeah. So when when that time comes, we'll see. You know, she's still so yeah. young and. Yeah. Now, have your siblings been able to also stay away from drugs and alcohol and all? Um, Win that battle. Since I well, I haven't. Um, I had to kind of step back from that, uh, and them for this uh, situate like this new upcoming situation stuff. Some things happen where they just. Um, I think they're all doing great. Yeah. Um, but I can't call and find out just right now in our lives because uh, it's hard on all of us at right now yeah. um, as far as everything that we've been through in this new thing. And uh, when you help people um, and they're, they won't accept the help or they're yeah. still going through, there's a certain time where you're in actually enabling them. You're making yeah. it worse. Yeah. Um, and so... And then not only are you making situations worse, but it's eating you up inside so deep yeah. that you have to stop, step back and make sure that yourself, because you cannot fill cups if your cup is not full. That's why I said, I felt like maybe it's, you're, you're so like, I'm going to be the one to show this, 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 but right. then you're also carrying in a way mm -hmm. them. It's like, how the hell are you going to do that and be there for your husband and be there for your daughter right. and more importantly, be there for yourself. Like I always say, you can lead, well, it's not me. There's that phrase, right? right? You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. drink. And there's a certain point where you can take them so far and then it's up to them to want it too. Right. And I've got some of the most brave, badass siblings. You, I mean, I'll tell you right now, if anybody ever mess did something <laughs> to me, um, there will be six people coming after you. Like yeah. they, they are, but, um, it was just, I just knew I needed to kind of step back and let their, their wings grow and not be yeah. so forceful because I'm very matter of fact, even right. before the military, I don't blame this, but the way that I carry myself and my confidence and my tact is, it was, um, derived way before the military. Yeah. And, uh, sometimes it's a little overwhelming when it's to people that are going through certain things. And, and, um, because I'm just, I've, <laughs> like I said, 10 years old. Yeah. I, I picked myself up out of the dirt. My parents were nowhere to be found. And I told myself at 10 years old that I'm not going to be like this. I'm not going to end up like this. So imagine 28-year-old me. Yeah. And I, you know, I just, because I just want everybody to know what they're capable of. Yeah. It doesn't matter where you come from. Right. So that can be a little overwhelming to people. But I, um, 
I just, it's my passion. I'm just so motivated by yeah. human possibilities and yeah. what they can overcome and, and how strong minds are. Your mind is just, it's Oof. an amazing thing. It, it's an amazing thing. Right. And I always say it could be amazing for great and also could be amazing, obviously, for bad and, you know, taking you down the dark hole. And it's the choice that you, you pick, you know, right. um, which I, I love where you're going. I know that you say you got in this for this platform, which is great because this show, that's what this show is all about, is really talking about stuff like this to then help people right. through other people's journey and stories. And I know already that there's somebody out there listening to this, watching this. And being like, oh, my God, this is my life. Um, and I feel like now I can make changes, and, right. which is so powerful. Beyond this, what do you, do you have goals that you set? Like, is there some goals that you really want to obtain in life? Um, I like personal goals. Um, I do wanna... you let yourself? You, I know you said you don't live in or you didn't live in fantasy world. Right. But do you allow yourself to have a little bit of a fantasy where it's like, yeah, you know, if I could have it all, this is what I want. I want a garden, and I want kids. <laughs> you want a lot of kids? Yeah. Um, I've never been. I don't, I don't want to be famous. I guess I do. That's the funny part is. You want to be famous for the platform. Yes, to tell these people. But other than that, give me a garden and give me some babies, and I'll be just fine. And, I'll, and give me a kitchen to cook in. Yeah. And I just I just want to be a good wife and a good mother to Is my Is that to that to right the wrong? I like, think so. I really do. But I think you need to see that you're already doing that. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. Especially the moment that you decided at 10 years old. That was the moment that you started righting yep. the wrong. Oh. Oh yeah. And you know, I I'll never forget when I had Saraya on here, she's Paige's mom. And she'd gone through a lot. She'd been um, gang raped, molested, raped uh, two other times, all before the age of like 18. And she said, the way that the reason I can stand here and not have a tear in my eye, she's done a lot of work, obviously, right? right? But she said, it's also because I realized that I don't want to pay for someone else's sins. And I felt like that was so powerful when I heard that. And that's exactly what I feel like you're doing. It's like you, you can't pay for someone else for, for their journey, even though you're, you're affected by it, obviously, you know, but you, it's beautiful what you're doing, but you can't keep paying for it. Right. You can't keep paying for it, for sure. So I, I love that, um, that you're choosing to talk about it, for sure. Now, let's switch gears okay. into something a little bit more, like I just want to know from the girl that stepped into the ring and you had your main eventing. How did the tryout come to fruition with you oh. and the WWE? So I uh, I did the, that match where I was the main event, and it was a small <laughs> little. It was APW out of Statesboro, Georgia. But um, I ended up the promoter had Ted DiBiase, the million dollar oh, man, which yes. I know all about him now. But at the time, I'm like, who? Who? <laughs> like, um, yeah. And so the, anyway, Ted DiBiase is the one who said, send me some pictures of her. So tell me about her. And then, and he said, yeah, I think I, you know, so he actually got me the hookup for a trial. Nice. And um, I was nervous, but I drove myself, you know, I went up there. I went so my master guns was like when I told him about it, because he had no idea I was doing Indies wrestling, like, you know, on the weekends. 
And uh, he's like, Marine, go up there, kill it. So he gave me the three days of leave to go and do this trial. Because you were still in the Marines? I was active duty. And my all, the, all my master guns, you know, my chain of command, they were just like, they just thought it was the funniest thing because they had no idea that this hard-charging, straight-faced, like, you know, I mean, I had bearing, I had discipline, like, is doing this wrestling. Like, yeah. they thought it was just so funny. So as soon as he found out, he gave me his blessing. He gave me the days off, and I got in my car, and I drove down. And I walked into the PC um, for the tryout, and I saw the most beautiful women. I mean, there was, like, Katie Forbes. There was Bianca Belair. I mean, Vanessa Bourne. And they were just gorgeous. They're, I'll never Their hair ties matched their, ta- their tank tops, their <laughs> shoes. Like, and I did not look like that. I was a, you know, like I said, I was a Marine. Yeah. So did um, you even wear makeup? No, not time? day no. one. I was like, so I, but I fixed it day two. But day, I mean, I honestly was going to leave. I, when I saw these women and yeah. they were like, like models, you know what I mean? And then there's me. I said, hell no, I'm leaving. I'm going to, and there was a door that I went to sneak out of because I drove myself. Yeah. So I could be out of the, I could be out of here before even anybody knew I was here. Mm-hmm. So I go to leave. And nobody knew. They didn't take roll call. They didn't. They didn't know I was here technically, you know. Yeah. And I went to leave out of the side door, and the guys came in. So when I had opened that hatch, that door, the guys started to file in, and I was like, "Oh no!" So they thought I was just opening the door for them, but really, I was trying to get the hell out of there. Oh because my god! Because there was no you were way that close. That close. There, because I thought there was no way they're going to hire me. I'm going to come up here for three days. I'm missing work. I'm away from my baby, who at the time was two, you know, and some change. I'm away from my husband, to, and I don't look like that. I don't walk like that. So I was like, no, 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 I am out of here. And wow. when I opened the door, the guys came in, and, I, and then they started passing out these these pa- packets. And now, so I knew they knew I was there now. I was yeah. too late. I said, forget it. Three days, I'll just, and then I'll just go about my way. And um, and I was, I left my construction company for this. It was just, it was crazy. Yeah. So, um I'm doing the tryouts and and they're telling me you need to smile, lighten up, loosen up. But five years of being on a SWAT team, being a military police officer, right? Um, you don't smile, you know. You don't, you know. You just—it's strictly work. This is my life. I I don't smile in my life, you know. Yeah. And so um, I did the tryout. They pulled me aside, you know. Yeah. So then I think my saving grace was because they weren't going to hire this. Not non-character, no, you know, yeah. no charisma. Yes, sir. No, sir. I'm yes. Okay. Roll. And I went up to do the, uh, to do my promo. And I said, the military, I'm a United States Marine and I'm going to be the first ever United States Marine female champion. And, blah, blah, blah. and I just went to sit down and they said, get back up there. And I said, okay. And that's what I prepared. So I had this whole yeah. promo now. I just said it, and they were wanting me back up there, and I have nothing else prepared. So what the hell am I supposed to do now? Right. And uh, they said, tell me about your family. And right then I knew. I was like, Lord. And I said, uh, well, um, I come from a bunch of siblings who are going through a lot in life, and uh, they struggle every day. Um, and my dad had just passed two months before my tryout. So that was and I said, and, and I have, and so I got to tell like a, that wasn't a promo. That was all. Yeah, I real. got to tell why I'm here to, to show the world what it's, what you're capable of, regardless of where you come from. Oh, and that was it. They, they said, maybe we could do something with this, this girl. Yeah. And, and I was, I'll never, I was out in the garden a few months later and uh, I got a phone call and it was Canyon Seaman. And he said, uh, 
Uh, I just want to let you know we want to offer you a contract. And my first word, excuse my French, okay. was, are you effing kidding me? <laughs> and he said, no, we're not kidding you. And I said, oh, my gosh. And I just ran and told my husband. And I said, what are we going to do? And and he goes, let's do it. You know, like yeah. and we bought a camper trailer, hook it up behind the, the thing, move, you know, because I've got properties in South Carolina. And I was like, and I'm still paying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to go out and buy a house or go pay crazy Where? money for an apartment. Yeah. So I bought a little camper, and that's what I've been living in ever since. Just to, wow! And you've you know, been in NXT for how long? Before two and a half that? years. Two and a half years. Two and a half okay. years. Yeah. So, um, and it's just been fun. I've learned a lot about the business, and I'm trying my best to continue to learn and yeah. and do good at this because you know I I feel like um, there's so much that I want the world to know, and not about me, but what people, what humans are capable of. Yeah. And I don't want to die out in the garden, having a good construction company, being a Marine, I know I'm capable of more than just, you know, helping my, just my siblings and just being there for the, the family. And like, yeah. um, I could be there for them and I could be there for the kids at home that's listening awesome. to this or the, yeah. you know, and that's what, that's what motivates me the most that's is beautiful. knowing what, um, how many people, especially right now, like the, the world is just crazy and they just, they need somebody they, that can, that can admit that life sucks. Yeah. But only as much as you let it. Yeah. You know, because like there's nothing you can do about the things that you go through. There's nothing. You, you can't shake your parent and make them wake up and never touch a drug. You can't remember, tell them to remember to pick you up or or not, do, you know, or yeah. don't hit you or don't do this or just love me, please. Some, you can't tell people to do that. But you can make sure that you break that cycle. You can make sure to not do the drug. You can make sure to be there and pick your baby up and yeah. just stay focused and stay motivated. Wow. And just so. Absolutely. Amen. Why Lacey? Because that's your sister's name. Oh. <laughs> but there's so many ACs. Right. Why Lacey? Well, to be honest with you, I when I was little, I used to always sign her name because of the L. It was a pretty, like, swiggle. Ah. So, actually, I have the signature down pat. Um, I've been doing it since I was... I have I an L. I don't even I know if she knows that oh, I really? did that, actually. Oh, that's cute. Um, so, but when I got to choose names for WWE, I chose Macy Evans, my real maiden name. And then I chose, like, Lacey Loretta, because that's my middle name, and I love Loretta, and it's different. And I, I wanted my character to be, like, Southern, you know, because I'm... Yeah. There's nothing better than sweet tea and a freaking apple pie and like and a mother and a cook and like and I just love that you know so like Lacey Loretta that just sounds like you know yeah and um and so actually WWE chose Lacey and Evans from you know from the names that I've chosen but I never yeah. put those two together ah and so I was like oh no that's my sister's name I can't and they're like well if she's okay with it we're okay with it and I called her and she's like hell yeah use my name that's so cool so that's awesome. um yeah so that's how that happened it was it was just by pure chance so she definitely like and because of the L because of the L <laughs> like that it's a nice little swerve and yeah like, and I just always signed it I liked it and I, I would have never thought they'd choose you know Lacey Evans you know yeah so, yeah, the southern thing fits you perfect to oh, the T. I mean, the look, everything. That was just you. Oh yeah, up with that? I um, I just want. I mean, I'm a mom, so yeah. like I I feel like there's this is my opinion that just the way that I carry myself. I want to make sure that she knows that it's still respectable and that that I just feel like. And then plus for my husband because he's he's such a man, you know, like he yeah. uh, very uh, old fashioned, you know. So, yeah. Um, I just feel beautiful and I feel. Like, it's a good thing for my baby to, like, she never has to look at me and be like, oh, mom, you know, like, 
and uh, just yeah. the values behind of what a lady is capable of. And, and you don't have to be the man to be successful or show that you're a bad son of a gun. I could put on a dress, I could put on heels and this lipstick and still kick your ass. Oh, I love and, it. You know, I think that's a challenge to Becky. Oh, and I, and I hope that it is because, you know, women have come so far. Um, the, the evolution, the, the Mae Young classic, to show what women are capable of. <clears throat> and you mean to tell me <clears throat> that you are now going to call yourself the man? Is women not good enough? Have we not proven what women are capable of? So um, one of the biggest things with this character is I want to show the world that you could be on a SWAT team. You can shoot every weapon system you can put your hands on. You can bake a pie just as good as you can fire a weapon. And you can get the job done in a pair of heels just as you can do in a pair of combat boots. That women are that badass that we can conduct ourselves with class and confidence and sophistication and still be beautiful. We can still make sandwiches and we can still kick your ass. And so that's why I, I chose this Love because it. it's like feminine beauty and badassery. Like we are just, there's nothing we can't do. Yeah. So that's why like women are, we're unstoppable. Oh man. my God. It's so and great I want my to be baby a woman to right know now. it. Like, <laughs> you know, it. Yeah. I'm not losing yeah. my dress, my skirts. Like yeah. we're beautiful. So move, <sighs> excuse me. I'm going to show you what we're capable of and I'm, yeah. we're going to look beautiful doing it and classy doing it. That's amazing. And I like 1940s, 50s era. I love their, oh, the way they dressed and like, yes. And it's Me too. just even the music, everything. Oh, but, all of it. Yeah, I love it, for love sure. It. I don't want to slide past the Marine Corps because, oh my God, that is so amazing. <laughs> How many years were you in the Marines? Um, eight total. I did five active wow. duty and uh, three inactive reserve. Okay. Um, and it was the best thing I've ever done. Um, yeah. It was the first time, like I said, that I had seen these hard chargers, these athletic, you know, motivators that were sober and they were focused and they had goals and freaking missions to accomplish. And, and um, I wanted that. I wanted to have to wake up at 3.30 and, and start my day and start running five, 10 miles. And I wanted to have to train my mind and my body and put myself in situations that really would, or that would scare you shitless, but you have to be forced to make a decision yeah. and make a good one. And you don't have long to choose. Like I was obsessed with that lifestyle. I loved it. Um, so yeah, I, um, I went to boot camp at Paris Island, South Carolina, and then I went straight to MP school. And then I got stationed in Beaufort. And uh, uh, shortly after being a military police officer, I tried out to be on the SWAT team. Wow. Um, and I've just got good tactical, tactical shooting ability. So, um, wow, I can't imagine. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what was the hardest thing that you struggled with in the military? Like, what's the the obstacle that um, probably just the the fact that I want to be a mom and a wife so bad that it gives you have to give so much to the military and and I mean and I, I expected it but it's just like so it was like t two awesome titles a United States Marine and a mother and a wife and so I feel like um, that was the hardest was to choose especially being on a SWAT team because it's 24 hours a day seven days a week you're on call. So you have to have your phone in your in your pocket. You gotta have your your pack in the back, yeah. and just be ready to respond to these threats. And I'm sitting there, and I'm wanting my phone to ring. It's like a urge, like it's um, it just motivated me. Like it, so I'd wake up, I couldn't sleep, and I just thinking like, man, hopefully, as as bad as it sounds, like man, hopefully, you know, there's like something. I, and then that's like such, a, and then I see my baby in the crib, and I'm like, 
man, like, and then, so there was a time I was standing outside of a door and there was a threat inside and we were supposed to breach it, go in and stop the threat. And I remember thinking like, man, they, obviously they, any, it could be it for me. Like this is, yeah. you know, cause you have veterans inside that suffer with PTSD and, and all kinds of things. And they're not in their right mental state. And we're the only people that are about to get in between their mind and their, you know, what they're going through and, you know, what our mission is. And I was like, um, and the last thing I thought of was which my daughter. And how am I supposed to, how is my husband going to explain to her? that mommy wanted to do like want to do this because I did. And I knew um, that I needed to make a choice because um, I could not be 100% what the military wanted for me. And I knew that because if I'm standing outside that door and the, the last thing I'm thinking of before I've got is put boots freaking in and go in and make it. And I'm like my, my baby, which I'm sure everybody, all law enforcement and, and first responders, like that's always going to be a thing. But um, it was just affecting like my husband and like, yeah. and he just, it just broke his heart. He just couldn't take the, the stress. Like he wanted to protect me. He wow. and he has since he was 15 and for the first time. And so that was the hardest part was having to make the decision of, do I continue to do this and keep putting myself in these situations willingly and wanting to freaking right. go in and, and do this? Or do I take a step back and and be be the mother that, that my baby deserves yeah. and be the wife that my husband wants? And that was hard. I miss it every day. I mean, you do. oh, yeah, I love it. Even love the it. adrenaline rush that you might get from being out there like when you were in the Rumble or some other matches. Is, does it compare at all to no. the rest? No. No, it's it's awesome, but there's a difference when you have your brothers in arms with you on your side, and you're in, and you know that it's your job to protect them and their job to protect you, and no, no matter what happens, that you're gonna do that job. It's just there's just something so ugh, amazing about the brotherhood, and and I mean that WWE would never compare to that. It's like a, it's like a connection where. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we're going to stop the threat or and we're going to do it next to each other. Well, and I think the obvious thing is you are literally a team there. You have to all work together. You are for one mission. You're right. In, we're here. You're also working on I need to get ahead or my character needs to get ahead. Right. So it's, it's there was none of that. We were selfless. Yeah. We were selfless and we were going to protect each other no matter what. Right. And that adrenaline and that rush and that that relationship is is unmatchable. Right. It. I mean, so that's the big, I mean, so you still get butterflies and like you get nervous yeah. and all that, but it's a different kind of nervous. It's yeah. not, oh, what is this bullet going to do through this wall while I'm yeah. on the other side? It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh Lord, I wonder if I'm going to fall. Like, you yeah, know, or, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. or get forget. Hurt or something. Yeah. So. But it's good that you made that decision because if you're having any hes hesitation, my dad always said this, because obviously I told you he was a lieutenant colonel. He said he had to make these split decisions. Right. And if there was any hesitation, that was it. It could be his life. And not only his life, but your brother's. His brothers. Exactly. Yeah. So I just, um, I mean, I, and I, like, I was always ready to go in, like, but I just, um, at the end of the day, when I sit back and the mission's complete and everything's over and and I look at my husband, I look at my daughter, and I'm, And as much as I wanted the phone to ring and as much as I loved being there, I just needed to make, I knew I needed to make the decision for my family. And so that's what I did. And then, which I'm glad I did because it ended up with me being here and me yeah. actually getting to motivate and, you know, impact. Through a different, yeah. I think you're of, probably gonna impact more people than you actually probably could have in the military. Right. Because you have a bigger platform here right. for sure. 
Wow. Like, what a story. <laughs> Amazing. Like, seriously, incredible. How has it been for you since you got to Raw? Like, what's it been for you to be called? I, I don't like to say called up. You're just called over to another Called brand. over. And actually, I don't even know if I'm on Raw. I don't know oh. if I'm on SmackDown. I have uh, been coming to both brands. Um, and it's been amazing. I mean, the the girls and the guys, all the talent have been so opening and welcoming. And um, it's just, it's a little nervous, like I said, because I don't know what what my direction is. Yeah. Um, but I'm just so blessed to be here. I'm more than think this company is amazing and uh yeah so i did the royal rumble last night and um now i'm i thought for sure i'd find out by now like it may be raw smackdown like something but nothing so i'm here tonight for raw and i'm i'll travel to smackdown tomorrow and see where i end up going you know where i fit the best and um either way i just i'm gonna just do like i've always done and take the opportunity and give it everything that i've got make a plan and hopefully yeah. Actually be able to do some good. Yeah, no, it's great. <laughs> so my final question that I always love to ask people, and I pretty much know what your answer is, but I'd love to hear from you. Has your chase for glory looked the way you thought it was going to look? No. No, because um, it's so, I mean, I sit back and think, and it sounds terrible, and there's a word for it, but I don't know what it's called, where you're like, they got the wrong person. Mm. That there's some somebody else, like, I'm the right person because I know I can do the job. I don't care if I got to go to acting, if I, whatever I got to do for, to be in this position and be a WW superstar, I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's not that they have the wrong person. It's just like, maybe they mix me up with another person that could have done it because I mean, I come from the tents. I come from the trailer park. I come from this, this lifestyle. If, if you would have told me Back at 10 years old when I said, I'm going to be a mom and never let this happen. If you would have told me, not only are you going to be a mom, not only are you never going to let this happen, but you're also going to impact and show the world what women, damaged women and, and fighters are capable of, mm -hmm. I would have not believed you. So the chase has been in, insane. Yeah. Um, but it's one that I feel like is, has been amazing for me. I would have never in, imagined that it would be yeah. this, but it's been a hell of a ride and I'm, <laughs> and I'm not gonna stop running. Yeah, I love it. I have to ask you this one last thing because I remember last night when I actually paid you a compliment about the rumble, it was hard for you to accept it. Why is that? Because, um, because when I feel like when I get compliments, it's not, you're gonna impact so many people. It's, you did good. It, it's like you're, I'm just, in my mind, I'm just Macy. And um, I, it's hard for me to hear that because my whole life growing up, my parents, very, you know, my mom, my mother, bless her heart, was, was more sweet, but my dad uh, was always negative, like just mean. And then the military, it's like, you, they're not gonna tell you a good job. They're not gonna, they're, if you're messed up, they'll tell you to fix it. And so I'm so used to this, having to figure it out on my own, wake myself up, get it done. And then all of a sudden I get here and it's like, oh my God, you looked great. You did that. That's not what I'm used to. So honestly, sometimes I wish people would just tell me what I messed up on mm. because my whole life, that's, that's all I've been told. And it's your comfort the, zone. That's my comfort zone. Tell, don't tell me what I did good. Tell me where I messed up so I can fix it because my whole life, all I see is all the negative and, and, and then I got to figure out how to fix it. And so it's so, it just, it makes Topless. me just step back where Foreign. like, wait a minute, like, is there anything I can fix? Cause I, not that I don't believe them, but it's just like, 
I don't know what that means or how to respond to that. Right. Tell me what what's wrong so I can fix it because that's what I drive. That's what I feed off of, what is wrong in life so I can fix it. Wow. So I can work hard and, and go above, like go, keep going. Yeah. But if, if, if it's all you did this and you're good and this and that, how am I going to keep that's not it's like gasoline for my for my body is is the negative because that's it's what has kept me propelling forward my whole yeah. life. The drugs I see it, I keep and that's the gas and, and the addiction and that's the gas and the suicide attempts and that's the gas. The, the overdose with my dad, it keep, you know, and that's what has kept me like just. So when people tell me, oh, you're so beautiful, you did so good, you're so good at that or oh, my gosh, how did you? And it's like. Now, then it started. That's where it's just, it's an uncomfortable um, time because that's not what I'm used to. But I need, I want to challenge you on that because (laughs) if you keep living for fixing the negative, your life is never going to be full of anything positive and life can be beautiful. Right. It can. So I always say balance. You can fix some things. It's good to be able to, to, have challenges and fix and whatever, but you also need to appreciate when things are going well too and compliments. And I just want to let you know that when somebody pays you a compliment, don't think about the way that you're taking it. It's making me feel good. Like when I paid a compliment to you, it made me feel good to say that to you. Oh yeah. So don't take that away from me. Yes. Because by you not accepting it or asking me to tell you something wrong, maybe I don't want to tell you anything because for me, (laughs) I didn't see anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For me, you entertained me and you're now in the entertainment world. Right, right. So you made me forget whatever my problems were That's so awesome for a split second when I was watching that match and I'm watching you and Charlotte stand next to each other and I was like getting goosebumps <laughs> I, I got them now and I watch you and I was like oh my god I see that in the making <laughs> I see that in the making by the way oh, I definitely do that'd be so cool but that made me feel good to express that to you. Right. And it wasn't about problems. We weren't talking about problems because life, as we said, is hard enough. Right. It is hard enough. That is nice to talk about just lighter things. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I need to, and that's one thing, especially on this job now, I just need to remind myself that it's okay. It's okay. To, to let go and just, it's going to be okay. It's entertained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Entertain. People need entertainment. And- why do you think entertainment ends up being like boosting whenever um, something's wrong going on in the world? It's right. because people need to forget. That's yes. why movies, all of that do so well. People go because they need to escape the real world and the real problems. Right. So I want to tell you, you've, got, you've had a tremendous job in the military, tremendous job, like important as a mom, but you also have an important job here. Entertainment is very, very crucial for our society right and your platform is very is awesome too but go hand in hand with it and you'll you'll have a much better ride right and a much better thank impact. you so much thank i can't you. wait to see what you do Yay. like it's going to be amazing thank you thank you so much for being a guest thank you for having me chasing glory with lillian garcia whoa now that was powerful That is what I call a very powerful interview, but at the same time, it always is powerful. Uh, You see what I mean, though, when people allow themselves to be vulnerable, to be real, and to be raw, and how inspiring that ends up being. I am so inspired by her story. 
I'm so grateful that she has shared the things that have happened to her growing up because I know that there are people out there right now that are going through that or have gone through that. And you need to know it is a work in progress to get through it, but you can get through it. You can continue and become something. Um, And talking about a Marine and how tough she is. And now she's giving this a chance. And I love that. And I love that she's in entertainment. And then the way that we discussed at the end, as far as her being able to accept a compliment. So remember that if any of you have a hard time accepting a compliment, then just focus on the fact that it has nothing to do with you and that you are allowing somebody else to be nice. Because when somebody gives a compliment, it makes them feel good because they're being nice and they're not thinking about themselves. They're thinking about the other person that they're giving the compliment to. So that's what I always say. If you have a hard time receiving it, again, just don't make it about you. Put it on to the other person and allow them and just say a very nice thank you so much because that feels good both ways. All right. So I hope that you've enjoyed this week's episode. I I definitely request for you to spread the word. Help me spread the word. You guys are always saying how amazing the show is and how much you're getting out of it. Well, I need you, my CG squad out there, to spread the word so that we can actually change lives. That's exactly why I do this show. It is, to me, a very powerful way for me to give back and to help people in a forum that um, is very exciting to me to share. So spread the show and let somebody that you know needs to hear this week after week. Uh, Let them know about the show. Make sure that you rate the show, subscribe to the show, and thank you for the continued five-star ratings. That definitely helps. And just make it an amazing week. Remember to be kind to each other and live with much peace, love, and passion. And like I always say, don't underestimate these words. Remember to always be yourself and trust that it's enough. I love you dearly. Till next week. Thanks for joining us here on Chasing Glory from executive producer Lillian Garcia. Don't forget to share this episode with your friends and be sure to subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite shows. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.